The Fantasy Football Heroes and Villains podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use promo code SGP. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on football. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Game Time. Snag the tickets without the stress. Use promo code SGPN on your first purchase to save $20. Download the Game Time app and use promo code SGPN. And we're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Play the Underdog Pick'em in college or NFL and win up to 20x in one game. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. And finally, we're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. DGENs assemble. Welcome back to Fantasy Football Heroes and Villains. I am your host, Justin Bruni. Joining me, as always, is my co host and partner, Mr. Andrew, the TD King. Rob, Andrew, it's been a minute. How you been, sir? Has been a minute. I've been on the East Coast, flew out to the West Coast to watch week one in Las Vegas, was a pretty amazing, uh, but I did miss doing the podcast, man. I missed talking to the people, helping people win their leagues with, some may say, the darling of fantasy football, Puka Nakua. Just saying. Just had to get that out on the top. But yes, man, the, love being The week back. one victory lap, Andrew? You want to That's you right. Hey, go ahead? Hey, hey, man, I, I don't know if I'll get it again, so I got to take it while it's here. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm very excited to be back on, talk some start sits for week two. This game has been uh, lackluster, to say the least, with the Vikings and Eagles here. So hopefully we uh, we get some more scoring going on because th- th- these are two hotbeds for fantasy. That's true. That's true. We do need some fantasy action from these two teams tonight in the Eagles and the Vikings. But tonight we are talking about our Sunday and Monday night matchups. We're talking start or sit mailbag, taking the questions from the fans, from the Twitters, from the uh, SGPN Fantasy Football Discord, from Reddit, Facebook, all over. If you want to have your questions answered on our podcast, just DM us on Twitter at SGPN Fantasy, or you can find me and Andrew at our handles below on the X app. Andrew, let's kick it off here so we can get back to football pretty quick. Why don't you uh, go ahead and pick one of the questions? We're just going to go back and forth here. I think we've got a, a good a good bunch to to break down some uh, some fantasy analysis for week two. Very excited here. All right, let's go with uh, Francis Drake from Facebook uh, has asked us, I drafted RB heavy and have Chubb and Henry as starters. My flex spot is down to Joe Mixon or David Montgomery. Who do I go with? So again, this is Joe Mixon versus Baltimore or David Montgomery versus Seattle. Uh, Bruni, why don't you hit this first? Uh, I like David Montgomery versus Seattle on this one. I just like the offensive line a lot more for Detroit and the identity of their team clearly is running the ball. While the Bengals will bounce back, I'm betting, uh, playing Baltimore, They both of these matchups are home games. Mixon gets the Ravens at home. Montgomery gets Seattle at home. Well, I do expect the Bengals to play better in Week 2 to bounce back. I think that's going to be behind passing the ball a bit more. Joe Mixon, I think, still a very good start. I think you start him over a lot of players. But we saw David Montgomery find Paydirt in Week 1. Very good offensive line there. Less passing assets in general. You know, you have Jared Goff versus Joe Burrow. Obviously, the receiving talent far less so for Detroit than with the Bengals. So I like Montgomery to get, uh, you know, similar volume to week one, maybe a little bit better on efficiency. I know he was like 20 plus carries for only 70 rushing yards. Not amazing, but I think we can build on that up against the Seattle defense also that didn't look good in week one. 
Yeah, make it two for two here. I'm also on David Montgomery over Joe Mixon. Um, just like the just like the spot for him. I mean, they used him a ton. I don't think that's going away. They already said that they want to work Jameer Gibbs in a little bit more, but I mean, I don't think he's going to go full bore 100 this week. So yeah, let's mm-hmm. ride with Montgomery for this week. And uh, I mean, you, you can feel pretty safe starting him most weeks. I, I really believe. I mean. You know, it's it's no different than what we saw from the Lions last year with Jamal Williams and DeAndre Swift. Uh, so, I mean, I think that until the wheels fall off here, ride Montgomery. I mean, I like Mixon and all as well, but with this matchup, yeah, it's Montgomery for me. Feels good to me. Feels good to me. Uh, next up, we have Atlas Newton. Atlas Newton from Twitter asking, Brock Purdy at Rams or Geno Smith at Detroit? I'm inclined to start Purdy, but Geno has a good matchup, and I don't want to overreact to week one. Which guy do I go with? What are your thoughts here? Kind of sticking around that uh, Detroit and Seattle matchup. Man, um, this one's a little tougher for me because Purdy balled out last week. Uh, His playmakers are awesome. They're going to be able to extend plays and make Purdy look a little better. Rams defense looked pretty decent last week, but I don't know if I truly want to buy into it. You know, before the season, I think we all kind of agreed that the Rams defense wasn't great. So I'm not sure yet. Uh, Smith here, I would take Geno because I think this game's going to be high scoring. Problem Mm -hmm. is they have issues with their offensive line now. I believe they had two offensive linemen go down. So there's issues there with how long can Geno hold the ball. Um, I'm, mm-hmm. I know everyone had to see the clip where he said, oh, my God, when Aaron Donald was running at him freely, that could also be a problem with Aiden Hutchinson running at him. I mean, Aiden Hutchinson's no Aaron Donald, but it, same kind of ordeal. I mean, he could get some free rushers at him. So mm-hmm. this is tough. Um, if you were asking me DFS, I'd probably tell you Smith to be different. But in a, in, you know, in just regular redraft where you just want to get as many points as possible, you probably go Purdy here. I think Purdy Purdy has the safer floor, and I think that's why he's the answer here because he's playing in an offense that I believe will still score more points than the Seahawks will this week. I still believe that their offense is just going to be in the scoring zone more often, in the red zone more often, and there's just going to be more opportunities for Purdy to close and bring home big production, just like we saw in week one. Uh, Not necessarily a darling, I will say. He didn't come out of nowhere. We've seen him do this before, but I think he was still better than what people expected returning from injury. A lot of people said he wasn't going to be even be ready for week one. So I did think he was a bit of a surprise play uh, coming into this week, but I still like him over Smith. And the Rams matchup is just good enough. I think both matchups here are pretty even um, from their opponent's point of view, Rams or Detroit. I think those are fine. I think Smith is in a good situation too, has some receiving weapons, but because of the offensive line issues, I think they you know, put the ball on the ground a little bit more this week. Yep, agree. Uh, let's see here. Um, let's go with the, the, there's a really quick question here uh, before we talk a little bit about some DraftKings. Uh, flex spot. PPR league, this person puts Montgomery, Stevenson, or Zay Flowers pick two. This is Andrew from Twitter. Oh, hashtag Team Andrew. I love it. Um, So PPR. Ooh, Got to be Zay for sure. So get Zay in there. Yeah, it is tough, though, with Zay. I mean, I think that it's a tougher matchup now, but, I mean, he was so heavily involved, right? Like, So Mm -hmm. it's probably Zay. And the Stevenson-Montgomery is interesting. Stevenson has a pretty decent matchup with Miami. Montgomery, know, we man. just they, like, talked they, about. They barely used him though in week one. No, Ramondre? yeah, but I think they're. Yeah, but he was dealing with that 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 illness. He like had he mispracticed a little bit. I, I I think I think we can kind of push past that. Plus, I don't, I don't know if you saw what they said about Juju today. Uh, they hate Juju on that. I team. saw that. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, so like I think that they're going to be looking for anybody who's reasonable to catch the ball. Uh, that is Stevenson. Mm-hmm. Um, man, I hate to fade Montgomery here, but I think for me, it's Stevenson and Zay Flowers. I just feel like Montgomery has a safer floor still over Stevenson. I mean, he did have six catches in week one. That's great. But at the same time, like if that's all that you're going to get and a little bit of rushing upside, I, I I don't know. And I just feel like to beat the Dolphins, you're going to need to go vertical. We saw that in week we saw that in week one with the Chargers. They weren't really scoring until they were actually able to produce in the passing game. It was the running game that you know uh, kept them in it. You know that where they produced uh, most efficiently per touch, but they needed that passing game, and I feel like that's still where they're weaker. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Montgomery and Zay, but that one is very close. Okay, 
Uh, let's hit a word from our sponsor real quick because I love DraftKings. You love DraftKings. We all love DraftKings. DraftKings football is back in full swing with another week of epic games. And who's got you covered on the action for every single one of them? DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers can bet $5 on football and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Nobody's mission uh, out, nobody's missing out on the action this season. All DraftKings customers can take advantage of two new offers every game day this September. Get in on NFL Week 2 action with DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use our code SGP to sign up. New customers can bet just $5 and take home $200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code SGP. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after ensuance. Also want to tell the good people about game time. Bruni, you and I are considering going to the Bears versus the Commanders. Mono e mono game. Where are we going to look? Is a StubHub? No. Is it any of those shit-tastic uh, other ones that uh, show you it's going to be $58 and then when you check out and it's $800 because there's $14,000 in fucking, uh, you know, extra fees? No, 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 no. It's not going to be any of those. It's going to be game time, baby. Game time. Um, game time is, uh, you know, as I was saying, the best place to buy tickets uh, for your favorite events and it shouldn't be stressful. Game time makes it fast and easy to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and theater near you with killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guaranteed. You can stop stressing over the tickets and start uh, getting hyped for the fun you're going to be having. Game Time is the place for last-minute ticket deals. Uh, the Game Time guarantee means you'll always get the best price if you find tickets in the same section and row for less. Game Time will credit you 110% of your difference that is a plus ev move ladies and gentlemen go ahead and uh download the app game time app create an account and use our code sgpn for 20 dollars off your first purchase again that's download the game time app create an account use code sgpn for 20 dollars off your first purchase terms apply again create an account redeem code sgpn for 20 dollars off download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Boom. All right, Bruni. Let's get back to it here with our start sit for week two. Rashad White got great volume in week one, but wasn't great in fantasy. Do we expect him to have a similar performance against the Bears, whose defense was, uh, let's just say, awful last week? I could sit him for Jamal Williams. What would you do? This is Sarah Jones from Twitter. So question is, Rashad White versus Chicago or Jamal Williams versus Carolina? What say you, Bruni? Because these are your Bears. Oh, because they are my Bears, I have to give you full confidence to continue to start Rashad White. I do think he'll have a better week as far as a production standpoint goes. He was heavily involved. He was one of their most used assets for the Buccaneers in week one. I'd like to see that, and I think that's going to roll over into week two. Sean Tucker, Sean Tucker didn't do much to impress anybody behind him. And overall, again, they needed to pass the ball, something I also believe they'll be able to do up against the Bears defense that, again, just looked atrocious, had zero consistency, couldn't catch a cold on third down, couldn't catch a break. I mean, I'm hoping that they come back more motivated, but I think you have to like what Rashad White offers you up against a defense that's trending down after week one. I like Jamal Williams, but I definitely like Rashad White a bit more, especially did in you PPR. Watch, did you watch the Falcons and Bears game? Oh, I'm sorry, Falcons and Panthers game last week? I, I did. Um, did you I mean, see via, via Tyler Algier, the man who's leading the NFC South in rushing, tear what, what up mean? the NFC South? That's Panthers. like one of eight, di- one of eight divisions. Like, I'm yeah, saying he's, he's the best rusher of four teams. Well, that so, division has... Some people in it. it has Bijan Robinson who's on the exact same team. Yep, and that's it. That's it, bud. No. Alvin Kamara oh. suspended. Miles Sanders, Chubba Hubbard, Rashad White. Congratulations, Tyler Algier. That's the I, that's the group that you're leading over in rushing yards. Congratulations. The point I'm making is uh, number two on that list is uh, oh no, I'm thinking number four on the list is Bijan, I believe. Um, they both played this awful defense last week. Let's yeah. ride Jamal Williams, baby. Uh, nothing against Rashad White, because I do believe that he can run decently well against the Bears. But mm-hmm. 
I think Baker's going to want to come out and show people that last week wasn't just a fluke, that Baker maybe can be the quarterback the entire year. So I'm going to ride Jamal Williams. Uh, man. This, this Panthers defense is that's dog fair. shit. Dog shit. So uh, I, thought, Jamal their, I if, thought their secondary was pretty good, actually. I, th- I thought their secondary did a did a pretty good job last week. Well, the defensive line, I mean, well, the secondary ain't going to stop the run. Defensive true, line was true. bad. And true. and and they they did just lose J.C. Horn, by the way, in the secondary. So that is not great for them. That Ouch. is by far their best secondary. Yeah, bar none. Uh, bar none. But uh, I'll tell you what, uh, this is how I'm going to look at Jamal Williams, because I would play him over Rashad White. Uh, if Jamal mm-hmm. Williams can't do it against the Panthers, I don't think he's going to do it at all. Like, he'll he'll, he'll be behind Kendry Miller when he gets um, up and going. And, he'll, and mm-hmm. Alvin Kamara definitely will be the guy when he comes back. So let's ride Jamal Williams. Uh, let's, let's say I'm going to go against the grain a little bit on this one. All right. Sounds good. Uh, next question we have is uh, Andrew should play the lottery after the Puka hot takes. He was <laughs> awesome in week one, but was on my bench. I was smart enough to draft him. Should I feel comfortable starting him over Amari Cooper? I don't want to force him into my lineup, but I do like his matchup more. And Watson didn't look good last week. What do you guys think? Mitch S from the SGPN fantasy football discord. Well, first, Mitch S sounds like a very uh, reasonable, talented, smart <laughs> person for listening to me about Puka. Um, so uh, kudos to you for, for listening to me because some people said Puka would be nothing. He is something. Now, let's not get crazy. And this is where I figured Twitter would be heading this uh, week would be Puka mm-hmm. over, you know, George Pickens. Puka over, like, I figured we see this a bunch, right? Um, with I that think Puka said, over George Pickens might be a good idea. I don't know. Not, not with Deontay Johnson out, right? I mean, I don't know. That offense did not look good. The Rams offense not, looked that, a lot better. That is fair. That 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 is fair. Um, Puka versus Cooper, though. It doesn't say if it's PPR or not. I don't really think it's going to truly matter. Um, Let's assume it's Watson, PPR. Like, uh, like give, give me Watson, that answer. Yeah, Deshaun Watson did not look good last week. There was a throw, I think it was in the second quarter or third quarter maybe, where he severely underthrew somebody that was open. Like, severely. What about now again, the it was interception raining. he threw? Wasn't it like literally yeah. like right dead square in the guy's chest? There was, was no bad. one else around. It was bad. Um, man, this is tough for me because I really like Puka. He was clearly the the top receiver. You know, clearly the guy Matt Stafford at least trusted. Right, he got 15 targets. Did pop up today with an oblique injury. Did not practice, so that is worth monitoring for sure. Um, yeah, this one's tough, man. Um, Jesus, San Francisco's defense so much better than Pittsburgh's defense. Um, it is at Pittsburgh Monday night. Um, it is ran- it's at the Rams, so it's in a dome. I don't think the Rams have home field advantage though, because I do think the Niners team is going to travel. Um, gun to my head, I'm going to say Puka. I'm going to keep it easy here. He looked better. He got open more. He was breaking in and out of routes easier. I'm going to say Puka. Yeah. Screw it. Man, I mean I'm. I wasn't on, you know, the Puka That's train tough. as as heavy as you. Like I was in the back of the train on the caboose, as they say. You know, I got a fair amount of shares. I drafted them here and there in Dynasty, but I wasn't like Puka. I didn't start the parade for him like you did. I didn't roll out the red carpet, put on the red pants. <laughs> Maybe that's why for I'm him. so hesitant. I'm like, oh god, the train's going so well, it's about to crash. <laughs> um. Ah, uh, shit. Because of targets, because I think they're going to be behind in the game, too. Let's go, Puka. Though I think it's going to yeah. be close. I, I do yeah. think Cooper is a good play this week. But, yeah, man, Puka's hot right now. Watch the oblique injury, though. Keep a, you know, mm-hmm. monitor that. If that's anything, if it says limited, I'd probably go Cooper. If it says he's going to be limited in the game, go Cooper. If not, ride Puka. So let's say it was standard because you were like, oh, if PPR, not PPR. So if it's standard, would you still go it's Puka? standard, I think. No, I think if it's standard, I more go Cooper because I think Cooper has a better chance of scoring a touchdown than than Nakua does. But I think Nakua sees okay. more targets. I'm gonna say Puka both ways because let's ride. Okay, it, it, he didn't come. I, here I mean, to and he has a up. great name. Puka Nakua is great. Oh, I saw somebody create a shirt from uh, um, Hakuna Matata. You know, from Lion it's King. Puka says, Nakua. Yeah, yeah. Puka Nakua. It means yeah. no worries. I'm like, I gotta get that shirt. That's great. <laughs> you you do need that shirt. You do need that shirt. Very much so. All right, uh, pick two of yeah, I got pick two of these four players in my last two flex spots. Brian Wen from Twitter, Isaiah Pacheco at Jacksonville, 
Brian Robinson at Denver, Drake London with Green Bay at home, or Christian Kirk versus KC? Pick two of those four. Uh, okay, two. so let's just assume PPR again. Didn't say PPR. Uh, Isaiah Pacheco, yeah. Jacksonville, Brian Robinson, Denver, Drake London, Green Bay, Christian Kirk, Kansas City. So um, school thought here. Kirk had a really bad game. Normally, I like to put people in who have a terrible game that should be good players. I think the that could be a high-scoring game with Jacksonville and Kansas City. So I'm going to immediately say Christian Kirk. After that, Brian Robinson scares me a little bit because it's Denver. Mm-hmm. Um. Man, I might game stack here and go Isaiah Pacheco. Um, even though CEH with weird starting, like what the fuck are they doing with CEH? This man's been on the team for how many years now? This is year five, I believe. And no, stop. Year it's five. at least year four. I believe it's maybe year three or four. Oh god. Well, now 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 we need to look this up because now I need to see this. I'm pretty but, sure it's I'm pretty sure it's year three, but is it year three? Why what why do I feel like he's been on that team longer? Because didn't they just decline his fifth year option? Then that would be year four, and we'd have to meet in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's uh, see. I'm going to say Christian Kirk drafted. as well. But the the same reason you're starting Kirk would be the same reason you would start Drake London. That you're going to have a bounce back. This week. would he was picked in the 2020 draft, so this would be his year four of being in the NFL. 2020. 2020. So anyway. so meet in the middle. Meet in yeah, the middle. Yeah. So so year four. Um. Man. Yeah, fuck it. I'm taking Isaiah Pacheco. Let's go Pacheco and Christian Kirk. Pacheco looked good when he ran the ball. He ran hard. I think that mm-hmm. the coaching staff's going to see that. CEH was fine. Um, So, so I mean, I, I guess this is more of the fade the other players, right? Like, the Falcons clearly don't want to throw the ball. I'm not putting mm-hmm. London anywhere near my lineups until uh, he shows it. Uh, I, I just don't think that that's going to happen this week. Brian Robinson, Denver has such a good defense. Um, I fear that he's going to get stuffed he would be a he better score a touchdown or else he's going to be probably a bum this week so yeah let's go for me it's Pacheco and Kirk I'm actually going to go Brian Robinson and Christian Kirk and I think that Brian Robinson does find the end zone I think Jacksonville's defensive line is a lot better than people believe and they have very good linebackers as well and I think it is more of a Jarek McKinnon type of week he was a, a guy that was down in week one not somebody I expect to to be down again in week two, as they the Chiefs need to change things up a little bit. Obviously, their offense got a little bland and a little stale at the end of week one. I think Jarek McKinnon's going to be a big part of kind of helping turn that turn that around. And of course, the return of Travis Kelsey. Uh, I am an agreeance with you, not trusting Drake London until I get a good reason to start him. Uh, only having just one target last week was absolutely irresponsible by Arthur Smith. I'm a big fan of the Falcons. I like what they do, but oh my gosh, my Drake London shares were screaming this past week. Not a fan of that. And again, I think Pacheco is good, but it does feel more like a committee. Uh, Brian Robinson and Antonio Gibson. Robinson was the clear cut back. Like, what do you have? 14, 15 touches? Huh. You you think uh, that we've been saying that all offseason long too about drafting Brian Robinson ahead of Antonio Gibson. Odd, odd concept though. Yeah, I mean, I've I've definitely dipped my fingers in both pies. I mean, I'm and not I know say you've... like I was in one camp over another. I was definitely in the Brian Robinson camp for sure. But and I've said that this was the knock on Antonio Gibson. And I mentioned this multiple times is that this dude can't hold on to the damn ball. I don't know what his yep. fucking problem is with holding on to the ball, but he needs to figure the shit out because they gave him a long the leash last out. year and he still got in the doghouse this year with EB there. Who wants to chop wood? It ain't happening. The the lease is short. They will put in the rookie, guaranteed, because they mm-hmm. like Chris Rodriguez. They will put that yep. rookie in if Antonio Gibson starts continually putting the ball on the ground. So he better figure this shit out because that ain't going to fly. So Antonio Gibson, you're all notice, boy. Let's go. No, I agree. He ain't uh, going anywhere near the Hall of Fame. I'll tell you that. But you want to know something? We do have something to talk about with the Hall of Fame. It's Hall of Fame bets, baby. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines, which I know we all love. Research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay in uh, idea into Hall of Fame Bets' revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg, as well as an unexpected probability for the entire parlay. Not sure I want to see that, though. All my parlays would probably be like, uh, yeah, negative 4% 
percentage of hitting. <laughs> sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which players have value. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. Small note on that, I did see their their tweet today, which was pretty uh, pretty awesome. They uh, put out like uh, who has went over, I forget if it was 40 yards or 60 yards over the past so many games. And it showed like, uh, it, you know, how many times like AJ Browns went over at three out of the past five. Uh, Addison was one of one. Obviously, he did it last week. So it's pretty cool to see. Uh, so definitely check him out again. Promo code SGPN for 50% off your first month today. Uh, lastly, Rooney and I heavy on the underdog fantasy, y'all. I don't know if you've been listening to us, but balls deep on best ball and battle royales just started up get in and play some battle royales if you like dfs and you like drafting battle royales are for you underdog fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite football team all season long you can win up to 20 times your money in a single game by going five for five it's a fantasy game but you can win real money this week's special promotion they're giving away 100 thousand dollars all you have to do is make a pick'em selection that includes two as passing yards which is 277 and a half higher or lower underdog is going to select 10 random winners to give out ten thousand dollars each too and uh by the way about that it doesn't have to hit whether it's hit or not you still uh enter to be a random winner uh so watch along make your picks and maybe make a little cash over on underdog's mobile app or website underdogfantasy.com when you sign up with our promo code sgpm underdog I'm sorry, SGPN. Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy, promo code SGPN. Okay, party on, Andrew, party on. And we're back, right on. Let's ride, let's okay. ride. All right, uh, okay. let's see. What do we got next? How about... Next question. Jason S. from the SGPN Fantasy Football Discord. Are you still confident in David Ninjoku? I listened to heroes and villains in the offseason, and you guys were on him. Does he bounce back this week, or should I fire up Hunter Henry? Bruni, what say you? Damn, I do like me some David Njoku, but... So do I. <laughs> damn, yeah, that's tough, because disappointing. Hunter Henry uh, looked good in week one. It was a bit of a disappointment. Mike Isecki was included. He was, he was, he was in the game plan. <laughs> So my Mike Isecki takes still alive, but Hunter Henry did not get a lot of exposure to him this year. I uh, grabbed a one chair or two in redraft this past week. Mind you, I have about 20 teams. I kind of like that matchup up against Miami a bit more. I think I'm going to go with Hunter Henry here. Uh, we've seen him being included in the offense. He should finish as second, at least in most targets for the Patriots this upcoming week. Miami's going to score a lot of points. Should be a lot of passing opportunities for the Patriots. Mac Jones actually looked a lot better than what I anticipated in week one. I'm going to go with Hunter Henry. Dare I say looked better than Deshaun Watson. Dare I say. Oh, tough, man. Very tough. Um, <coughs> oh, God bless me. Sorry. Thank you. Oh, just pulled a <laughs> Quinn and Williams there. Blessed myself and thanked myself. <laughs> Did you ever see that with him? I did not know. Oh, dude, he was in a. Yeah, sorry, side note here. Uh, put, uh, yeah, he was in. Quentin Williams was in a uh, an interview, and he sneezed. He blessed himself and then thanked himself. It was awesome. <laughs> so funny. You have to look that up. Pretty funny. I'll have to look that um, up. That's awesome. So you went Henry. I also like Henry. I actually like both these. Um, I think Njoku has a bounce back week. Uh, I think you're fine starting either. Take your pick. Oh man. Yeah, you know what, man? They're they're iced out this week. The white on white uniforms, it looks hot. Let's go Njoku for a bounce back week over Hunter Henry. Fade Henry this week. It's about David Njoku, baby. We were on him. I'm not off of him yet. The David Njoku train is still running. Plus, I mean, check those uniforms out, baby. White on white. Let's go. Let's ride. David Njoku for me. Let's go. Man, imagine Deshaun Watson blessing those white uniforms. Ouch. Ew, when I don't you say know, blessing, man. what do you mean? That's pretty gross, dude. 
I don't know what you meant. What are you talking? What are you, are you talking about? They, they wouldn't be able to see it on it. You're you're gross, man. You're sick, Rooney. Sick. What a dark turn. What a dark turn. <laughs> uh, no, I I don't believe the white jerseys are going to help. Uh, I'm not looking to the jerseys here for my pick. I'm going to stick with Henry. I'm going to go with the uh, the game flow, Andrew. The game flow. Okay. Okay. Ebbs and flows. I right. get it. Uh, next question, Bruni. What happened to the Bears? They suck. You said they wouldn't suck, <laughs> but they suck. Jesus. Should, yeah. Should I start DJ Moore this week? It's either him or George Pickens with Deontay out. Hingle McCringleberry from the U. Also, Twitter. <laughs> Do you know what that's from? I do from Key and yeah. Peel. That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Shout out, <laughs> shout out Hingle McCringleberry. However, we got that question from you. That's fantastic. I'm um, awesome. sorry that the Bears suck. I was hoping that they wouldn't. They do. You're right. Until they show us otherwise, they've been put on notice. They suck. Uh I'm all that being said, I'm still starting George, or I'm still, I'm still starting DJ Moore. Excuse me. I was looking at George Pickens' name while I'm trying to say DJ Moore. I'm still starting DJ Moore. Has a good history up against Tampa Bay, and I feel like the Bears are going to make it a priority to get him involved early. Only having two catches for 25 yards, not enough for the investment, right? Obviously, <laughs> the investment with their second-round pick, also not very good for Chase Claypool, but... I think DJ Moore, again, just based on how often he's going to be playing, the amount of snaps, he's going to be on the field a lot. They're going to focus on trying to get him the ball downfield. I'm going back to the well with DJ Moore here. Doesn't mean the Bears still can't be very bad, and DJ Moore can't be good. Uh, give me George Pickens. No Deontay Johnson. Uh, Pat Fryermuth got banged up. He might be a less than 100%. Might not even play, but there's potential there. Yeah, I'll take George Pickens, man. I think that they're going to feed him the ball. I think he sees more targets than DJ Moore. Um, it, yeah, I mean, it, I, I like DJ Moore this week as well. I agree with you, but for me, I, I would just slot Pickens in. I again, we we you know, you and I talked about it before the show. Like we saw the whole George Pickens like talking. Uh, or no, I'm sorry. This this is with the buddy. It wasn't with you, but on the sidelines, there was a video of George Pickens. I believe he was mm -hmm. saying like something about, uh, I like it here, but this shit ain't it. Like. I think mm -hmm. that he's a little disgruntled after week one. I think they're going to feed him a little bit with DJ out. Yeah. Give me George Pickens. Doesn't matter what, what format. Oh, take on the Antonio Brown role over there. Okay. George Pickens. Sure. Oh yeah. Speaking sure. of that, I saw Antonio Brown this weekend, uh, hanging out at Las Vegas when I was at the blue wire studios with, uh, with the SGP guys. Uh, he came nice. in interesting, interesting fellow, uh, to say the least. So, uh, interesting shout out fellow. Antonio Brown. <laughs> I'm glad he was able to fulfill your like Mike Tyson Vegas moment. That's fantastic. Did you guys yeah. get face tattoos together? Obviously, no, you didn't, but maybe he did. No, he did get a haircut, but that was it. Lame. All right, pick one of these three players from my flex uh, to be my flex hero in week two. Thanks so much. Love the show. James W. from the SGPN Fantasy Football Discord. Appreciate you, James. Oh, I'm sorry. Did, Hubbard. did he say, let me be your It. You didn't even play it the right way. You ruined it. Sorry. <laughs> I ruined it. Wow. Wow. Thanks, co-host. Uh, um, New Orleans, Antonio Gibson at Denver, Juju Smith-Schuster versus Miami. These are bad options, James. These are bad options. These are not great. Uh, is the answer Chubba Hubbard, Andrew? I think it is. It's not Juju. I'll tell you that. It's Juju. Juju. No. They, they do not like Juju. Um, it is not Juju for me. He was Could held out of one drive. Let's not overreact. He was held out of one drive. Like let's let's chill, okay? Yeah, he sucks. He's like fifth on the on the depth chart. He, he's awful. Juju's terrible. Not it's fifth. Antonio Gibson for There's, me. I just gave him the the report was is that he was behind the fifth or the fourth most liked pass catchers because <laughs> there were four pass catchers ahead of him on the field for the last drive. He still played a ton of snaps. Still yeah, think he's going to be a good option. <laughs> he's he's might, dead to it, me. It might. It might. Uh, it doesn't take to, much to get on your shit list. I oh, still 100%. think the answer is Chubba Hubbard. Okay. Um, It's close for me, but I'm going to go Antonio Gibson. I just think that uh, better offense, probably more scoring opportunities, even though Denver's defense is good. Um, every all the everything I said about Antonio Gibson, I'm still sticking by. I do think that he 
needs to not put the ball on the ground. Now he's on a short leash, but I don't mm-hmm. think that they're going to just completely fade him going into week two. They're, they're probably going to need him a little bit in this game. It's probably going to be close. Um, I do think that he's still going to be utilized in the same role. I don't think they're going to lessen the role now, what, but if he does touches? fumble, yeah, I don't think that that they're going to lessen the touches by any means. I just, I think that if he fumbles, you could see him sit on the bench the rest of the game. That that is a real possibility. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm still going to go Antonio Gibson. His, his ceiling's higher to me over Chuba and definitely over Juju. I, this is a ceiling play for me over the floor play. Floor play is Chuba sure. in my eyes, but sure. I'll take the ceiling sure. play on this one uh, with yep. Antonio Gibson because if this is what your flex looks like. I don't know how good your regular team is. So let's go Gibson to potentially get you some decent points. The flex, an irregular position on a regular team. Uh, I'm going to go with Chubba Hubbard. You, I mean, you nailed it. Safer floor. That, that's what I'm going to go with. And also, like you had just said, if this is what your flex look, looks like, the rest of your team is probably not very good. So with that, I will take the safer floor. Uh Chasing the safer floor isn't always the worst thing. I get the advantage of chasing more upside, but man, Gibson, what do you have? Like literally three or four touches last week. Chubba has a role. Like they're using him and Miles Sanders interchangeably on whatever drive they're deciding. They're just going back and forth. So I like him a lot more. I think he's on the field the most of these three players. All right. Can't decide on my QB this week. Looking at Jordan Love at Atlanta or Dak Prescott versus the Jets. I was also considering Stafford off waivers. He plays the 49ers. Their defense was good, but I think the Rams get sneaky again. Thoughts? Question mark. Tyler Sprayton from Facebook. Appreciate you, Tyler. So, Dak at home with the Jets, Jordan Love at Atlanta, or Stafford at home versus San Francisco. I might be going back to the Rams here. I, I think I'm. I'm think I might be with Tyler here on this uh, sneaky Ram situation. Matthew Stafford looked good, throw, like delivering the ball downfield. Yeah, this one's. I tough. don't. Don't. I don't like know if I can that. trust Jordan Love. Um. Oh man. No, Dak I don't know. had the worst I... production of these of the three. He had he had the worst production of the three players. Yeah, and now he goes and plays the Jets, who have a very good defense. Right. No, I, I think it's um, down between Love and uh, Stafford, and I think yeah. I I lean with Stafford because of the experience, and I've seen more tape on Stafford. Like, one good week out of Jordan Love up against a bad Bears defense, I don't think that's giving me enough conviction to start him over Stafford. I'd probably just play the waiver wire on this one. Ugh. It is tough. This is this is ugly. I don't love any of these options. Um Hold on, I just want to look at something here. I want to see what the over-unders are for these games. Sometimes I will take that into consideration for quarterbacks and, and other mm-hmm. positional players here. I think so, Rams 49ers are going to have the highest, just looking at uh, on paper. That should be in the high Rams 40s. Niners 44 and a half. Okay, so mid Packers, Falcons, 40 and a half. Less. And the let's see, where's the cowgirls? That's probably 40 or 42, maybe, maybe 44. This Jets 38 and a half. So the Stafford oh. one. Yeah. The Stafford one or the Rams one is the highest scoring. I do worry though, man, the, the, the Niners defense is good. I worry Stafford has a down game. Um, I'll take love. Give me love. I do think Falcons are going to be able to run a little bit on the Packers here. I think love's going to have mm-hmm. ample opportunities. Uh, do we know is Christian Watson playing yet this week? He did not practice today. I thought he was going to be back, but he did not practice today. That it sucks. sounds like he's. It sounds like he's not. And again, what about that, Aaron Jones? Situ- Do we have any knowledge uh, on him I, I yet with that hamstring? I don't believe he practiced today either. But he was saying he would be good. Like the the player said he would be good, but yeah. I'm not sure. Uh, and you, you know, these guys are always talking themselves up. They're they're always. Deontay Johnson said he's day to day. The team said four weeks. You know, like that's that's just an example, though. You know what I mean? Like he says he's he's going to be good to go, but he's not practicing. Christian Watson already missed last week, still not practicing. I I don't know if I can bet on him being there. Um, And again, for me, it's kind of just betting on lightning is going to strike twice with Jordan Love. I've just seen what Stafford can do. It's it's it for me. It's an easier answer, but that's also because I'm a Bears fan. So omission. Yeah, I'll, I'll still stick with Love. Um. Yeah, I, 
It's close for me though. I'm I, I don't I think that we we're on the right path. Fade Dak here, definitely. Mm-hmm. But I it yeah for me it's love. I, I'll I'll take love. It's tough. All right. What's the next question? Oh, let's see, Bruni. You said earlier in the week to start Baker Mayfield versus the Bears. Are you still good with that? This was from anonymous concerned citizen. <laughs> They're coming at me today. I I kind of like it. It's kind of turning me on. Uh, yes. I am good to start Baker. Uh, me and Emerson talked earlier in the week about this. You know, would, should you pick up Baker off the waivers? And I said, well, you know, like the person was asking, should they drop Kenny Pickett for him? And I said, like, that's a lateral move. You know, if you want to start Baker over someone, you know, like say you lost Aaron Rodgers and you're just like desperate, I think that's a good answer, at least for week two season long. I don't. I don't think he's going to be anything special for the rest of the year, but he has a good matchup against the Bears. Their defense looked bad. Their secondary is also beat up. Kyler Gordon, one of their corners, he's hurt. He's going to be missing some time. It's only getting worse. So, yes, I do think Baker is a good start for week two. End of sentence. I I can't co-sign on him beyond week two until after week two. Yeah, I don't know. This question isn't directed to me, but I will give a little bit of input here. Uh, I'm with you. Star Baker. Two good <laughs> wide receivers. Do it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, two good wide receivers in, in Evans and Godwin. Uh, yeah. Bears defense just got destroyed. Don't think they're fixing that in one week. Yeah, man. I, I it, it feels ugly to say it, but this is the equivalent of a close-your-eye special when gambling. This is a close your eyes special in fantasy. Just put him in there. Close your eyes. Pray to God that Baker can can do some some magic here and and doesn't fall back into Baker tendencies. If he if he keeps the path, does what the coaches ask him to do, and mm-hmm. is smart with the ball, I think he'll get good production this week. So yeah, man, let's let's ride with Baker one more week. Let it ride. Did you hear what he said after uh, they won the game? No. He said, uh, great, now we can all go uh, celebrate in the shower and hug each other or dance in the shower together. Oh, okay. It's a line from the the Longest Yard, I believe. Interesting. Okay, Baker's Baker is a pop culture kind of guy. Ten. This guy wants to figure out how to acquire hey, well, Kelsey. First off, let's not say this guy. John Hernandez Gleaton, which the okay. pro name, Hernandez Gleaton. Man, I love that. It sounds uh, like the name of a high school. Yeah, kind of. I, I like it, though. Sound, sounds uh, sounds fancy. Kind of like a golfer. Uh, was Hernandez Gleaton Dragons. That's... <laughs> uh, was wondering what I could do to acquire Kelsey in my 10-man half-point PPR league. That's a loaded question without seeing your team. It's kind of hard to tell you. Um, uh, yeah, that's that, that's tough. I guess look at the guy's team, see what he might need. Uh, give up your best tight end for sure. I mean, you're, you're going to need to do that to acquire Kelsey. Not sure what your team looks like. Maybe give us a little bit mm-hmm. more context and we can revisit this question. But yeah, I mean, I I do I do give you a little caution. They did find blood in Kelsey's knee this week. Blood I, in his knee. Yeah, not a, 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 like a blood pocket in his knee after he was running this week after they tried him out. Um, I don't. Uh, well, I could when I that, that was just very vague. I was just like like blood in his arm, blood in his knee. No, just like it's it's not what you want to see per the doctors on Twitter. I, I read a doctor is it David Choi or Chow or mm. I, I always forget his last name. This Choi, um, pretty renowned, you know, fantasy doctor essentially said that that is not what you want to see. Um, so that not is great. uh that's tough. So just be buyers beware. Kelsey may not be ready yet, and if he's not he needs to get that swelling down and that blood needs to go away before they're going to put him back on the field. They're not going to risk his life or his life. Mm-hmm. So just buyers beware there a little bit. So, uh, John, uh, Mr. Professional Hernandez Gleaton says my team is Allen, Bijan, Chubb, Ridley, Godwin, Kittle, cowgirls, defense, Myers benches, Addison, Judy, Fryer, Algier, Bigsby, Ford. Um, That's tough. do you think Bruni just asking you personally, depending on That's what the, the Kelsey owner, would you give up Kittle and Addison? Addison had a good week one game. Would, do you think that's enough to get Kelsey, and would you do that? That's not enough to get Kelsey, especially in a 10-man league. Um, see, here's the thing is that 
the downside of losing one of these good players is that it's going to open up flexibility to play into your flex via the waiver wire because the waiver wire is bountiful in 10 team leagues. So I would be looking at, yes, Kittle. Probably Kittle, Judy. He said maybe he said that an, he believes that the Kelsey managers are be weak. Starting Pierce, most certain has acres on the bench. Problem is with his you team, don't have I'm not giving Bijan or Chubb. I, yeah, you don't right have, well, he doesn't have running back depth. He doesn't have anyone else outside of those two. No. So, so would you put a package together potentially for like Kittle, Algier, and Addison? I would do Kittle, Algier, and Judy. That's what I would do. Okay. Maybe maybe spring Judy before he comes back from I mean, injury. I'd be willing and then to that give way, Godwin too. Uh, yeah, but Godwin actually looked kind of decent with Baker. At least he had like a fair amount of targets. Yeah, but I'll, I'll stick with that. that. I'll uh, fade that. Personally. I mean, either one. Either one is fine. Either one. So, yeah. Kittle, Godwin, Algier, or Kittle, Jerry, Algier. I think the, that's the move there. What did he say about James Cook? He also has James Cook at, at his flex. And, I would. Uh, I could. I, I could about Lockett. I could include both of those two in there as well. I like James Cook a lot, but if I'm getting Kelsey as an upgrade, I'm good with. It. I'm good with that. So I would do Kittle, Cook, Jerry. You could do something like that. I think that's the what you're looking at here. You're not going to be able to keep Kittle. That's not going to happen. I would He's say best go. best advice to you, John, is look at your team, think about players you absolutely are not trading. And then go to the guy and say, hey, listen, I'm not trading these guys. I would like Kelsey. Let's put mm -hmm. a package together. Who do you like on my team? See where his head's at. Kind of go from there. Because if he's fully honest with you or she and tells you who uh, who they want for Kelsey, then you have a starting point. Like, all right, this is who they want. Yep. Let me see who I can undercut with a little bit here. Don't don't go balls to the wall right away. Try to undercut. See what you can do. Um, you know, and kind of go from there. But so he said. And I, I would pull. And I would pull Acres out of there. Um. I, I just I don't think you need to do that. I think you, you don't want to. I, I I think you just get the job done doing a three for one for Kelsey with like a wide receiver three, like a locket, or a wide receiver two, like Jerry or Godwin. Your flex RB and a Cook, and then Kittle. I think that can get it done. I would. I I personally would not do Acre, three players because I I then he doesn't have, have to, he doesn't have two that's that's going to pique their interest. Yeah, I mean you never know where people's heads are at, but the problem is with giving three for one. Then that person has to give up two on their thing. I've never had a success doing that because people are like, I don't have two players on my team. I want to put on the. But again, like, well, in, yeah, in 10 man, you can make up so much space with the waiver wire. There's so much vari uh, variability in there. I mean, it, you're going to be able to get acres production anytime off the waiver wire in a 10 man league, especially if it's just yeah. redraft. No, I'm not saying, I'm just saying that the guy who currently has Kelsey, he would have to take two players off of his bench. Oh, because right, he's right, right, getting right. three. So, like mm -hmm. in a ten man league, especially you have good players. So he's like, I don't sure. want to drop two of those guys, right? Yeah, yeah Hollywood Kelsey. Hollywood, Kelsey where the hell did Hollywood come from? To come back instead of Acres, because you said not Acres. Acres sucks. That's what. You, oh, you I get it. That. No, I don't, Hollywood. No, no, no. Just, just, yeah. just take Kelsey. I'd rather go the waiver wire. Fuck uh, Hollywood Brown is dead. He's dead to me. He's awful. Not great. Bad. Terrible. All right, last question, and then we're going to head out here. I'm not feeling good about T. Higgins after week one. Is he a potential bench candidate? I have Lockett, Cortland Sutton, and OBJ on my bench. A absolutely not. Swing away misses from Reddit. So T. Higgins S versus Baltimore, Lockett at Detroit, Sutton versus Washington, or OBJ at Cincinnati. You're sticking with How T. How dare you even bring it? So swings uh, swings away misses. Uh, kudos to you. That's a cool kind of name. Uh, how dare you even put OBJ in this consideration with T Higgins? Get that out of I my face. I respect you, but I hate you. Yeah, OBJ, that that's terrible. That that is just a no, absolutely not. Uh, Sutton, maybe Judy comes back here. I think they're going to get Marvin Mims a little a uh, little bit Ju more Ju in. Um, Judy practicing full today. Okay, so, so Judy's back. coming back. One of these guys is going to see Emmanuel Forbes, who had a very good game week one against the uh, for the Commanders. It, for me, it's not Sutton. Lock mm. it. A little closer, but still, man. I mean, T. Higgins, eight targets, no catches. If he has four of those catches for 60 yards, this isn't even a question. So it's Higgins for me, 1,000%. Well, Sutton scored a touchdown in week one. I think there. I think that is in question still. Because Jerry's coming back, I agree with you. I think T. Higgins is still the answer. But if Jerry wasn't coming back, I would, I would pull the trigger on Sutton in a heartbeat. He scored no. a touchdown. 
They only scored yeah, 16 points. Against the Raiders. Are you telling me you think the Raiders defense is as good as the Commanders defense? Get, get Bruni. Come on. Get. They got to pass the ball. And honestly, the, the Commanders defense didn't look amazing versus Arizona. How many touchdowns? They, they, they let up one touchdown. Uh-huh. Okay. 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 One touchdown. <laughs> one. Yeah, and you know how it was? It was on a Sam Howe fumble. No offensive touchdowns. Sounds None. like it's just as good as the Raiders defense that only allowed one touchdown. Yeah, one offensive touchdown, not one defensive touchdown. I'm just saying. Just saying. It's it's no, T. Higgins a thousand percent. I wouldn't even think about this question. All right, there you go. I again I agree with you, but if Jerry was uh, you know, still on the bench, still missing time, I would go with Sutton here. Lockett and OBJ, just not enough life for me. Uh, yeah. John, appreciate you. No, no worries. He was asking what Twitter account gave you that Kelsey info. Oh, I think it's Dr. David. It's Dr. David something. Choi Chow, um, I think is where I saw it. Uh, uh, hold on. Let me I think that's Dr. David it. Chow via Sports Grid. If that's uh, if we're talking about the same people. Oh God, where am I? I I don't follow the guy. I just saw somebody liked it and I read mm. it. Um, mm. damn it. Uh, I'll tell you the what, John. Like and read. Yeah, John, if you aren't in our Discord yet, get in the SGPN Discord. I'll try to put it in there uh, and alert everybody. Um, yeah, go to the Discord and jump in SGPN Discord. Bernie, do you have that that link in the show docs here? Show notes for Discord? It's uh, if, if he's on YouTube, he should be able to just scroll down and it should be in the notes, the, the Discord link. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I, yeah, go yeah, down to the Discord link. YouTube, Hit go, the Discord link. Get in the Discord. Uh, we'll answer all start set questions there for you. Any trade questions, um, you know. So, so definitely get in the Discord, and I'll try to put that in there for you at some point when I find it. So, uh, hop in that Discord and let us know that you have got in. Yes, sir. We are going to head out for the night. Appreciate appreciate everybody that came and rode with us. Be sure to smash the like button, share the video, and follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts at SGPN Fantasy Football download the episodes we've got all the good stuff for you redraft dynasty idp injury updates and all sorts of goodness come and ride with us we will take care of you andrew anything to share before we head out uh so i didn't find the article from david uh from dr david chow choi chui whatever it is but here i did just google kelsey blood and knee it says kelsey chief's primary pass catcher suffered a hyperextended knee during last tuesday practice required a reported 45 cc of blood to be drained from the area in its aftermath after practicing on friday so he did try to go and he had 45 cc's of blood drained from the area uh it just says that this is not what nice. you would like to see after the hyperextended knee injury so Take that with a grain of salt, but um, I don't think that that's exactly what they're looking for. So, <laughs> Why can't we take it with a grain of pepper? Everyone's always talking about salt. What about pepper? What about pepper? I love pepper, actually. The thing about pepper... All right, now we got to go. Sorry, it was just the, the Seinfeld background. I figured I'd toss it in there. All right, we're going to head out. Everybody take care. Be well. Be good. If you can't be good, be good at it. We'll see you.